Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, Can I Silence God's Voice? Are there things I do or might do that would silence His presence? God has promised He will never leave you, but your ability to feel Him might be dimmed. So, if you want to maintain an awareness of God's presence in your life, refrain from activities that would grieve Him. To grieve God is to hurt the heart of God. It hurts when you reject Him. I mean, really, do you think you are the only one who hurts when you experience rejection? No, it hurts Him when you reject Him and turn toward that which you know is out of line with His will for you, like sin. What is sin? I often get asked that question. It is that which God has clearly laid out as such, things such as envy, murder, stealing, hatred, idolatry, etc., and also that which we feel in our conscience is wrong, but we do it anyway. You might want to look at Romans 7 if you'd like to think more about that subject. Another thing that hurts the heart of God is our disobedience. Jesus said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And the writer of Ecclesiastes said, Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. I love these thoughts. Obedience is not the major work of the disciple. It is the only work. There are only two things required of the disciple, that is the student of Jesus Christ, to love God and to obey him. What else grieves the heart of God? Lack of repentance. When you have erred overtly or in your heart and have left it unresolved or unconfessed, oh, the grace of God covers all. Through it, we have guilt absolved and our debts removed. But we must go to him. Hardness of heart or judgment toward others is not pleasing to God and will cause us to feel a separation from him, make it more difficult to hear from him. Let's put off a spirit of fault-finding and criticism and, if possible, as far as it depends on us, live at peace with everyone. Romans 12, verse 18. Another thing that makes the presence of God less apparent to us is preoccupation with self. If there is too much of me, there will be too little of him. Let's have this attitude in ourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who didn't require equality with God, something to be grasped, but emptied himself. Oh my goodness, we've looked at this several times from Philippians 2. What attitude did Jesus have? Humility. Have this attitude in yourself. Humility. Okay, I'm good on all of those areas you mentioned but I still don't feel the presence of God. Does that mean he is not there? No, it does not mean that. You see, here's the thing about the Christian faith. At some point, we must decide that God is trustworthy. And if he says that he is with us, then we can stand on the promise as truth. And that truth has little to do with how we feel. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. 
Hebrews 13, verse 5. I believe that God's presence in my life is a constant, and I am daily trying to abide in Him, just as He told the disciples to do in John chapter 15. I love to picture Jesus gesturing to a familiar grapevine as He said to them, Abide in me, and I will abide in you. Abiding involves training and also disciplining ourselves, guarding our hearts and minds and what we put into them to remain close to the Lord. One day, when we see Jesus face to face, we shall no longer have to discipline ourselves to abide or remain in Him, for we will be with Him, never to be separated again. Oh, what a glorious day! Until then, let's welcome his presence in our lives and endeavor to remain, just as Brother Lawrence did, practicing the presence of God. For him, it was even while he did the dishes in the monastery. Yes, even then, he practiced the presence of God. May you, may I, abide in his loving presence today. You'd like to read this. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is, Can I Silence God's Voice?